to Recruiting is No Joke, a live stream and podcast dedicated to the recruitment industry. I'm your host, Joel Algy. Each week, I sit down with leaders in the people space to hear their story, what's going on in the market, and what they see for the future. Remember, this is a live show, so if you're tuning in right now, please say hi and ask questions. If you're listening to the recording, welcome, and I hope that you can join a future live session. Special shout out to Bright Hire and Teal for sponsoring the show. More on that later. But for now, sit back and enjoy the most unpredictable show in TA. What is up, everybody? Joel Lauji here. As you can see, it is a solo episode today. Hi, Christy. Uh, Tidiola, good to see you as well. Sazia, great to see you. So guys, yeah, if you're out there, I would love to know who's out there. Hi, LinkedIn user. I can't see your name because of the privacy settings. Kristen, Raphael, Bill, Joe in the house from Knoxville. Good to see you. Uh, another LinkedIn user from Fort Lauderdale. Another one saying hi. Any of you guys that have LinkedIn user too on my end is just because I think your privacy settings are set so I can't see who's actually live. Stan, good to see you. Colleen, Afreen, Judy. Um, wow, we got people from all over. So I'll start showing some of these comments on the screen as well. Um, so I had a last minute cancellation, probably my fault, just with the organization of the show. But since I am solo, I figured I would jump on here Give a couple of updates on what's going on with myself, with the business that you know I just started, and then also happy to answer any questions around you know recruitment marketing, employer branding, uh, and really what I, I feel like my expertise is, which is understanding social media as a recruiter. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Recruiting is No Joke. I wanted to give a quick shout out to my sponsor, Bright Hire. The old way of hiring just doesn't cut it anymore, and my friends at Bright Hire are here to help. Bright Hire is the leading interview intelligence platform for improving quality of hire at talent-first companies. Their technology records and transcribes interviews and creates a set of highlights you can revisit and share to streamline the process, improve the candidate experience, and give teams better information to make the best possible hiring decisions. If you're looking to improve your quality of hire and reduce bias in your hiring process, visit brighthire.com today and let them know Joel sent you. Now back to the episode. Thanks again. Now, how do you get more clients? How do you get more candidates? Uh, and then how do you work as a team to really develop a strategy that wins when it comes to social media? Um, so Stephen, good to see you as well. It hasn't been a minute. I've seen you. I've seen, I've seen you around. But anyway, guys, um, great to have everybody everybody here. As always, if you've got questions too around any of those topics that I just discussed, get in the chat and ask me those questions. Sam, good to see you uh, as well. Brian, wow, so many people out there. This is this is amazing. Thank you for everybody for uh, saying hi. Um, wanted to give a couple updates. So the first update is. Uh, although in that intro and right down here, we still have Teal on as a sponsor, and I think they sponsored me for a couple months. Um, we were no longer actually sponsored by Teal, so next episode I should have that up to date. And then Bright Hire, who I've been working with for six months, 
Um, they are kind of moving in a different direction, I think, with some of their sponsorships. But we worked together for about six months. So um, actually, at the start of August, I'm going to be introducing a new sponsor. And so if you're out there and you're uh, recruitment tech, HR tech, um, and you're really looking to get your brand out there in front of an audience on LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, wherever it is, um, definitely send me a DM because I'm looking for upcoming sponsors and I've got a number of packages as well um, that might be attractive to you. So that's the, that's some big news on the podcast side. Um, and the second you know, real news, I haven't really announced uh, that much publicly. I know I've done a couple of posts about it, um, but we are filling up quickly. I offer a corporate training for recruitment teams really on how they can start to distribute content in a more effective way on platforms like LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, all the social platforms. So, you know, if your team doesn't have a clear strategy on social media, definitely reach out. Um, I've got you know, a number of sessions booked for next month. Uh, September, we're starting to kind of finalize things. Uh, so definitely a lot of interest with that. So if you're in that situation where you're like, look, outbound is getting harder. It's harder to attract candidates, whether you're an agency, an internal corporate team, um, I can work with you. Second thing that I do is I've been working with one-on-one -on -one clients. So again, if you're a solopreneur, if you're an entrepreneur in the recruiting space or outside of the recruitment space for this, um, I can meet with you, figure out a strategy, not just for LinkedIn. It's not too complicated, but what about other platforms, right? Twitter, what about TikTok? What about YouTube shorts? Like what is your strategy for getting your name out there? So if that's you, if you're looking or you're curious, you can go to my page and you can book some time. All right. Um, so I know uh, Stephen, look, Stephen here, I'm a creeper on TikTok live sometimes. Look, Stephen, if your employer is watching, they should know that you're always on my TikTok lives. Uh, just kidding. And I'm Adam Maria. Great to have you here as well. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit because one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about is this whole differentiation between um like content creation and then basically content distribution and so i've been thinking a lot about how a lot of companies your company included you know you've probably got a marketing team you've got a communications team you've got an employer branding team maybe if you're massive uh but look individual recruiters so this is probably most of you out here if you're running a team you are you're missing out not only for your own personal brand but for your company brand too if you are not showing up consistently and with a clear strategy so i want to talk about like what does a clear strategy look like uh for an individual recruiter or a recruiting team um so obviously i pitched that like i'm training companies on this and and i'm working with recruitment teams but i wanted to kind of just hop on here and give some free tips and some ways that you can just get started really, really quickly with this. And so uh, the first thing that I always ask anybody is, if you're a recruiter, agency or internal, who are you building your network online with? Like when you're connecting with people on LinkedIn, are you 100% clear and focused exactly with who you're connecting with? So I would say if you're working internally uh, for a corporate team, you want to be thinking about who are the candidates or who are the people in my industry who we could recruit in our team and are you really clear each week with how you're connecting with them and, and who you're connecting with on the agency side it's probably a little bit of a mix candidates 
in clients. And I know that this funny thing is this seems so basic. Um, but the first question I ask any recruitment leader is tell me exactly who your recruiters are connecting with and how you've like mapped out both the allocation for time that it takes to connect with people and like how are you guys treating it? like do you have a clear idea of who you're actually connecting with and and you know it's not i don't want to make people feel bad but usually the answer is like yeah we don't we're not 100 concrete on that like we don't actually have a strategy it's kind of a free-for-all like we're randomly connecting with people um so that's the first thing i look at it's like who exactly are you connecting with right because that's gonna matter when you start to share content or you're commenting you want to make sure that your network is big and the answer is not to try and build up to thirty thousand connections because if you have a big network now you're going to be able to be viral and and um you know get thousands of eyeballs on your content literally you've got to think what is the quality of the people that i'm connecting with so that's the number one um and then number two is who are you engaging with? And I know like content creators talk about this all the time. They're like, you got to engage with people. And I've seen people even go as far as like, this is how you steal other people's audiences, like find influencers in your space and start commenting on their stuff. And for recruiters, it's just not going to be effective. But what is going to be effective is looking at your newsfeed and looking at what news is going to impact your candidates or your potential clients what is the news and what are their interests and that you can share that's going to be valuable to them right and so if you guys are aware of any of this any of the changes on the linkedin algorithm they supposedly are really trying to get away from like personal content and selfies which is interesting because you know some of their employees were actually telling people a couple of years ago that you needed to be posting personal content I won't go into that, but they're saying that they're focusing on valuable content. And so as a recruiter, if you want to be the number one recruiter that people think about in your industry, it's not about posting selfies. It's really not about posting, you know, the stuff that I post like memes necessarily. I mean, that works well for getting attention from recruiters, but they're probably not your target market. What is going to move the needle the most is if you're sharing just valuable and interesting things to your target market. Right. And it's not just sharing content like a lot, not a lot of people know this, but when you comment on a post, your network will see what post you commented on. So if you see a great post that you think, you know, for example, you're recruiting salespeople, if you see a great post that could help salespeople and you recruit on that, oh, sorry, you share that post and you're recruiting in that field that will show up on your connections newsfeed and it can be valuable and you can test this go look at your newsfeed right now it's going to have the first post is always going to be someone you're connected with second post is always going to be something that's promoted or an ad then as you go down the newsfeed and you look at why posts are showing up on your newsfeed it's typically because your second degree connections or your first degree connections uh, or people you follow are liking and commenting on posts so if you're not strategic with you know what you're liking and commenting and trying to curate that for your follower you know for your followers it's not going to be interesting so for example when i go on TikTok and i do i do a lot of like live shows for job seekers one of the things i tell them uh particularly recruiters because there's a lot of recruiters on the market is i'm trying to be more active on commenting on like open jobs so if i see an open job on my newsfeed that i think recruiters could benefit from 
I'm going to like and comment on that. So my followers and all the people who are in my network, which is mostly HR and TA, they're going to see that. So you need to be thinking, what are the posts that are going to be valuable for my network? Um, then when you start to look at what content you should share, it's that same framework. What's the valuable content? Okay. Sometimes the value could be potentially, you know, a selfie or a story if you can make it entertaining, but most of the time it's going to be, what's the industry news that's impacting your, your clients, your candidates, right? Like what is going to impact their day? If you're working with candidates a lot more then start posting valuable job seeker tips. And I hear a lot from recruiters where they're like, well, my newsfeed is full of job seeker tips. Yeah, your newsfeed is because you're connected with a lot of recruiters. I promise you, most people on LinkedIn, their newsfeed is not the same as yours. It's like recruiters, we kind of live in a bubble. So start to think about like, what are the tips? What are the things? What are the mistakes you're seeing that candidates are doing? And start to be a value add, right? Start to help them out. You want to post about your open jobs, right? You, want, you don't want to just say I'm hiring. You want to post around... Um, What's a story? Like, what's your EVP? Work with your employer branding team on this. Figure out what your EVP is and start telling a story, right? A lot of people are reaching out to the candidates that you're reaching out to. And if you don't have something that's compelling, whether it's a mission or your culture, and you're not able to sell that through your content, then literally you're going to be like everybody else and you're saying, we're hiring. And I promise you this, nobody is moved by a we're hiring and then followed by who do you know? Can you, can you DM me people you know? not a strategy that works. You've got to be able to tell a story. You've got to be able to bring in hiring managers. You've got to get more creative with it. So I think when we're when thinking about this, again, I work with a lot of teams and maybe you're a solo person. It's a little bit different, but most of you are working on teams. If you want to be successful with content, you've got to treat it like a team sport, a team effort. So work together as a team that's working together with ideas for content, it's working together with actual content. So maybe it's, you know, doing kind of like Zoom calls with each other or working together on a blog, like just work together as a team. And the only way that I've seen this successful ever is when you're holding regular meetings about content. So just like if you're an agency, you know, you might have a stand-up meeting with your team and you guys are getting pumped up to do cold calls or talk about goals for the week. You should be talking about content in there too. Like what's the content we're going to post? How are we going to be effective with this? So this is why when I work with clients, have a workshop at the beginning. Great. We get everybody pumped up. They learn about the profile, what kind of content they need to post, the activity. And then we're meeting regularly once a month to get accountability. So if you want to get good with content, you've got to be consistent for a decent amount of time differs depending on how well you built your network. If you haven't built your network strategically, it's probably going to be longer, but you need consistency. And the only way I've found people successful over time is with accountability, you know, either with someone like me, who's kind of working with your team on an ongoing basis uh, and certainly with leadership. So if you're a recruitment leader and you're wanting to increase your pipeline, if you're wanting to impact the business, you know, you need to be thinking about content, but it's not going to be effective if you're like, hey, guys, can you just create content and you're not doing it yourself? So the most successful teams, number one, they're having meetings, they're talking about it and everyone's consistent. And number two, leadership is driving these initiatives. You cannot expect recruiters just to go out by themselves and, and do this. Um, and then the third piece is do not be focused on like just massive following. Um, take it from me. I've got a big followership across platforms. It doesn't always lead 
to the results that you want. You're much better to have a narrow market, really focused content, uh, because number one, you don't have to do as much, spend as much time like responding to people and fostering a community, which is really hard work. Um, you know, and, no, and number two, then it's like you're not having as many people coming to you, you're having the right people. And I'd rather have, I would rather have less people who are qualified, who are the right people I'm trying to reach than millions of people who I'm never going to do business with. Take it from me. I have, I've kind of experimented with both, right? What this is going to lead to, so if, if you do those three things, so focus on quality, talk about it as a team, you know, work together as a team, uh, and focus on these value adds, that's how you're going to drive the needle with content working as a team. So um, Amaryllis said, hello, everyone. I live in North Carolina. I apologize for being so blunt, but I've been looking for no success for remote position. Amaryllis, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if anybody here can help you. There's probably a lot of recruiters uh, commenting. Uh, this isn't really like a necessarily like a job search kind of forum. If you want to send me a connection request, uh, I'd be happy to kind of send you a reply and we can maybe have a conversation. I can see what I can do. Uh, but if there's other recruiters, if you check out Emerilis's profile, definitely, you know, help out as much as you can. Uh, and then Kino, great to see you from Jamaica. Brian, sorry I was late. Tegan Klein, how to pass recruiter screens. Love it, Brian. Good to see you. Uh, what are your thoughts on Pipeline? Uh, I mean, what are you what are you talking about? What are you, what are my thoughts on pipeline, Kelvin? Be can you be more specific with that question? Like, what pipeline are we talking about? Um, I think. I mean, if I think what I hear you're saying and asking is like, what am I? Th what are my thoughts on like pipelining in general, like with candidates? Like, I think that the best solution that most companies have come up with is join our TA community, which is basically we're just going to send you jobs that you're qualified for based on the resume that you sent through, right? So I'm, I'm part of some of these talent communities. And literally, I'm getting job, I'm getting like, um, you know, notifications about jobs that I may have been qualified for five years ago, because I never hit unsubscribe from the talent community. And so when I think of pipelining, which is I think what you're asking about, content is an effective way to build your own pipeline. So when I think about recruitment, I think about what makes successful recruiters, Number one, the most successful recruiters are great offline, right? You cannot be a great recruiter online without being a great recruiter offline. Okay. And I've, look, I have probably in my recruiting career focused way more on the online and not as much as the offline, which is now why I'm transitioning into like teaching people what I've learned about social media and how it can actually impact pipeline and, and, um, you know, building relationships. But what I'll say is this is like, you have to be thinking digitally, right? But you also have to be doing all of the old school things. You know, I tell people, if you're doing business development, for example, like you cannot just rely on one channel, okay? I get nervous when people are like, yeah, just inbound leads, inbound leads. Not my experience. You need to be doing inbound. You need to be doing outbound, which is hopefully warmer because you've been creating awareness within your industry so people know who you are. So not cold outbound, warm outbound. If cold calling works for you because the people that you're reaching, you know, are able you're able to reach them by phone, then cold calling is an element. What about text messaging? Like there's so many different channels. So I think when it comes to content and pipelining, the way I think of, of how you kind of grow a pipeline through your content, it's not as defined, right? Like you don't have you don't own your LinkedIn audience. You're, it's determined on the algorithm. 
But what you can do is like, if you're connected with people and you're just consistent over time, they will see your content and you grow that awareness. So here's an example of this, because that's kind of a lot of words. You reach out to a candidate and they say, thanks, I'm not interested right now. Um, I'm really happy in my job. Okay, that's going to be 97% of people that you reach out to because not everybody's ready to make a move, but they're a great candidate. You got three or four options of how you could kind of continue to nurture that relationship. Number one, you could just DM them every month and be like, hey, are you open now? And you could do the same thing with an email, right? And I've seen recruiters do this. They build up an email list and they're blasting it out. And that actually can work really, really well. Uh, and I actually know someone who does that and they, they and it's worked really, really well for them. So that, that's a way, right? But you got to have a channel and you got to have a connection or an email address to be able to reach out to them, right? So that's one way you can do it. Second way or another way that you could do it is what I like to suggest, which is just creating that valuable content so they see you over time, all right? And maybe they're ready a year from now, two years from now. If you've just been creating that regular content and it's interesting to them and they start engaging with it, they don't need to engage every single day. You don't need millions of views for this to happen. You know, maybe they engage with your content six or seven times over the next year. When they're ready to make a move, you're going to be one of the first people they think about. So again, it's like you don't own that pipeline. You're just trusting the process. So you recruit them. They say no. You connect with them on LinkedIn. You get the email address and you put them into one of these either like, you know, mass mail email kind of lists or you're creating content and then they can interact with, with it how they want. I think with the email list, it's a little bit more complicated. You might get people unsubscribed. They might think it's spam. So I always defer to content because it's it's on your, you know, it's it's you're not forcing them to consume content. It's either they're going to consume it because they like it and they're engaging with it regularly, or they're not. They just scroll by. So, you know, or again, like that last kind of option is to do what most companies do, which is like that com talent community thing. But I just, I, to me, that's the, the least effective of all of them, because again, it's like these systems, they base it on like the old resume that they submitted or whatever information you have. And it's you're blasting them with jobs that they don't care about. Um, and so this is again, way, this is where you need to start thinking like as a team, like who are we connecting with and how can we just amplify our brand? And again, if you're doing this alone, it's a long road, but if you're doing it with 20, 30, 40 other recruiters, this is how you start to compete with bigger brands. So if you're, let's say you're a small team of five recruiters, you can actually compete with massive brands on social media because most of those massive brands, they're not that active on social as much as you think because it's like they don't need to, right? They are, they're already established. And a lot of the big brands, they don't actually want their recruiters posting because they've got to stay on brand. So again, your advantage is you don't have an established as a brand. You can let your people be your, your people, like let them be yourselves, trust them. And you can like amplify and beat out some of these bigger brands. So when you're thinking, oh, I'm always getting, I'm always losing to Amazon and Google and all these big, big brands. If you get effective and you've got an actual strategy for your recruitment team, you can create awareness in those industries, geographies, however you want to want to do it, right? So if you're only focused on Chicago, if you're only focused on New York, then you're only going to be connecting with people from there, right? And the idea is in those markets you're operating in, you want to get known, but it takes a strategy to do this. So um, so yeah, what questions do we have? So hello from Houston, Texas huge and has highest response rate. 
yeah, text, I mean, text messages are going to be huge, right? And again, each market is different. So, but for example, you guys should go, go and look at the last, um, whoever is texting this about healthcare, you should go and look at the last live show we did. So it was with a company called Job Pixel. And one of the, a couple of their big clients are actually in healthcare. And he, and they, the founder talks all about video, like how you can use video to tell stories, like authentic videos. And they've been seeing a lot of success with this, right? And so, again, this is another component, like video. Like, are you using video within recruitment? Video is extremely powerful. I think more recruiters could use it, but you need to go check out the episode anyway because they've got some great tools. Um, I've been trying to help my wife transition from law enforcement to, okay. Yeah, Esteban, I, I appreciate the question here. This is, I'm not going to be answering that right now. If you want to send me a connection request, I can send you a DM and we can kind of work that out through the DMs. Um, but recruiters, does that make sense? Anybody have anybody who's out there who's in recruitment, anybody have any tips, suggestions that they found work well with content, any questions around, around content? I'm happy to answer those. Um, but this is where you start, right? You've got to have a strategy. So it's connection strategy, then it's engagement, how you're engaging and spending time on these platforms. And then the third way is you want to start creating content and you want to do this with a as a team. So, um, so guys, as, as again, this is just kind of a solo episode. Next week, we're going to have regular program, but I'm, I've got a big ask for you. If you or somebody you know wants to be on the show, uh, I am looking for guests as well for upcoming episodes. So I'd love to meet with people. Do me a favor. If you're listening to this and you want to be on the show, send me a DM, get a hold of me. Um, and and then if you have questions for me around anything content related, you want to meet, you want to, you want to look at some of these strategies, you can. There's a link on my profile. You can book some time with me. Uh, but guys, I'm gonna big announcements coming in August. We're gonna have some new sponsors. Again, if you're open or you're looking for sponsorship as well or looking to be a sponsor, uh, happy to field those questions as well. Uh, and then next week we will be back. Let me check who my uh, guest will be. Just give me one second here. All right, let me see who the next guest that will be. Yeah, so the next guest that I have is in a few weeks, and we've got we're actually going to be having a uh, an employer branding conversation. So I've got an employer brand uh, lead, couple of employer branding leaders, one from GoDaddy. I've got another employer brand leader from um, oh, what is the company Domino's Domino's Pizza. If you're familiar with Domino's, so. Uh, we're going to be having basically a round table all around employer branding. So you're going to want to tune into that next episode. It's in a few weeks. I've, I'm actually taking a family vacation, so I'll be off. But tune into that episode. Um, and then if you're interested in being on the show or being involved in the show, definitely reach out to me. Um, and that is going to be uh, this episode. So I appreciate, appreciate all of you. Let's see. We've got a couple of, couple of last-minute comments here. Steven said... Um, I'd say be yourself. People can read that. Look, authenticity is big, right? But like, like to me, like that's kind of ambiguous. Like, be yourself, and it's like, well, what do you mean, be myself? So, I think like, yes, you want to be authentic, but you still want to have a strategy, right? Having a strategy is not not being yourself. It's just like knowing and having a plan, right? Um, but I think like authenticity is big. Like, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to like be selling people. Or you don't want to be like inauthentic to where people feel like you're not being yourself. Um, but I'd say like have a strategy and while you have the strategy, be yourself and be authentic, if that makes sense, Steven. Uh, and then Bernadette just asked, how do you know what content to write? Um, 
Look, it's, it's great. Like I actually don't advise most recruiting teams to be writing that much content because you probably got a lot of content, right? So you got a marketing team, you got an employer branding team. They've got a lot of good content. What you want to do is you want to share that content and you want to put your point of view onto it, right? That will save you a ton of time. But if you are going to create content, you really want to focus on what's going to be valuable for the people I'm trying to reach. So typically speaking, that's addressing the problems that you solve. So if you could talk about the problems that you solve, that's valuable content. Relatable content is also a big piece. So if you're going through situations that you know your you know, ideal candidate or your ideal client is going through, you can make relatable content around that. So that's where you, where you, where you can start off, right? Like think about, I want this person to connect with this piece of content. So what's going to be valuable for them. So always start from that. And if you want to hack around that, think about the conversations you have, think about the questions that people are asking you. And I will give you a huge secret here. If one person has a question, similar people do. So Bernadette, you just asked, how do you know content to write? I promise you, you are not the only person that's asking that question. So now my head's going, okay, people are asking what type of content to write. Maybe I'll do a post around what content to write, right? So if you're on a call with clients and they're all asking you the same question, big indicator. If you're on a, quest a call with candidates and they're asking you questions, those are also indicators. So you're wanting to provide value, making it interesting. Um, and again, you don't want to focus on likes and comments and all this sort of stuff. Like that sort of stuff is kind of meaningless to a certain degree. But what isn't meaningless is... You want people to go, wow, Bernadette, so every single time I see activity on LinkedIn or activity on these other social platforms, it's always valuable and it's always helpful. And and for that reason, I'm going to reach out to Bernadette when I'm looking for something. Does that make sense? Um, I would agree that content is hot news in your industry, typically yields good results. Can I read that? 100%. Look, some of you need to get out of the mindset. It's not about what you think is good content. It's what the people that you're looking for content. So again, like a lot of people get in this idea of like, yeah, I'm going to create content. And some people, you know, they can find some success with that too. And I'm not saying like, um, yeah, there's a balance with this, right? Because there, there are people who can be successful with that. But I would, I would much more lean towards what Cameron just suggested, which is industry news, right? Because all of your candidates... They care about the industry because it's going to impact their daily lives. So if you can get good at sharing that industry news, maybe asking a question to get some engagement. I promise you that there's somebody I know that is in an industry like renewable energy and some of the best posts have just been sharing articles and, and just asking a question or putting a point of view. And a lot of candidates will engage with that because they care. Right. And then they don't really care about, maybe other things, you know, maybe they don't care about your personal life as much. Right. And some people do. So again, it's like, can I understand different people in the audience are going to care about different things. So you definitely want to have a mix of content, but you always want to think like, is it going to be valuable for the people that I'm trying to reach? So, uh, Bernadette, thank you for that question. Cameron, this is a great comment here. Um, I love that. And then Bill, Bill is your fan, Steven. So, uh, I love that. But guys, thank you for uh, being out there. Thanks for saying hi. This show would not be out. We would be, would not be possible without people commenting and getting involved. Um, and as a reminder, this show does go to Spotify, iTunes, all the podcast providers. So if there's past episodes, go check out the past episodes. 
Um, we've got leaders of all different, you know, all different size companies, all different types of companies. And I'm going to be switching the focus of the podcast too to like, there's going to be some HR and TA tech we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to have someone upcoming who is uh, has successfully started like a fractional business because I think there's a lot of recruiters out of work right now that are wondering like, should I stay in recruitment? Should I start my own business? So we're going to start to have these conversations because of how the market is. Uh, and then, of course, I've got some really great recruitment leaders coming up as well. Uh, so if you're not subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, do that. Uh, but definitely go listen to those old episodes. And um, I will be here in the next couple of weeks as well with a brand new episode. So thank you so much. And uh, I'm pretty sure the, the person who was going to be on here as well is going to be upcoming in September. We just had kind of a scheduling issue. So uh, appreciate you guys. Again, thank you to Bright Hire. Uh, for the the long relationship that we've had. And I still would encourage you, if you're looking to network, go to that Shine community as well. Good place to go. So I appreciate all of you. You guys have a good rest of the week. And if you've got other questions, DM me, reach out to me as well. I see a couple of you already have. You guys have a great one.